0: This is Tracy Hickman, author of Wayne of Gotham, and you're listening to Sci-Fi Saturday. Sci-Fi Saturday. We will begin a in massive invasion. We'll tell your people to surrender now and avoid war. It is now time for us to put Earth under our rule.
1: It's your sacred duty to tell us the truth. Confess, confess that you've give guilty you of witchcraft.
0: You think me to believe that you can overrun the entire world? We cannot be defeated. We have never been defeated. That is the message to bring your people. The yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Five by Saturday night. Good evening, everybody. It's TalkCast 196, and it's virtual book night here on the Lunar Module. Deep in Area 51, on the sub-level 14, next to Cletus, the three-toed sloth memorial, and diagonal to Carbucks, overpriced transportation with pretentious names is our specialty, I am the Dome. Joining the TalkCast tonight are the usual suspects. In the Revere Time Vortex, our violent soundboard vixen, president of technicalness, the sometimes level-headed oft-times outspoken, occasionally awesome, and potentially acerbic, Kriana.
2: Do they carry niche models like Ford Prefects?
0: (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) But there's an umlaut over one of the vowels, and I'm not saying which one.
2: Mm. Sounds saucy. If she's with us...
0: I know. She's with us right now, and if not, she'll be with us shortly. From the stacks of her personal silent zone in the Dank Dungeon reading room, three times on the cover of Fancy Cat magazine, she's got books about robots and cats who may or may not be mechanical, and robots who read books, and books that talk back if you don't read them properly. It's the woman who was the inspiration for Blood, Sweat, and Tears song Spinning Wheel, Zombrarian.
2: Magic, I just got back.
0: Timing is everything.
2: <laughs> everything today.
0: From the four-color vault of comics in Manchester, New Hampshire, our lovely Ginger Ingenue, the woman best remembered for her television role as Butch Patrick's stand-in for all of the scenes in Monster Fight Club. A blinding halogen headlight in the zombie out of of tomorrow, it's the dead redhead.
3: I don't even know what to say after the Butch Patrick reference, because I started <laughs> giggling and then I lost anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Butch you. Patrick. <laughs> Our guest for the entire hour tonight is Jason Chen from StoryBundle.com, one of the coolest websites around. We're going to be talking about it. Jason, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks. Good to be here.
0: Yeah, you say that now, but you haven't heard the show yet. <laughs> So we'll begin the show as we always begin the show when we have a show worth beginning. And uh, that is to talk about what's happened this week in the genre. Um, And I would like to uh, start off by just kind of eulogizing for a moment. A Montana physician who you may or may not have ever heard of, Dr. Jesse Marcel, Jr., who lived right outside of Roswell, New Mexico, died at the age of 76. Roswell, you say? Yes. His father was the security officer at the Roswell base, who brought home on the night of the crash a bunch of debris, where he showed it to a 10-year-old son, Jesse Jr., and said, check this out because you're never going to see anything like this for the rest of your life
2: because that was super legal.
0: Well, no it actually wasn't and he was told <laughs> never to talk about it. That's right. And uh he didn't talk about it until 19 in the late 1970s when he spoke with Stanton Friedman.
2: So, in other news, he sh- he was shit at following directions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, he held it in for 30 years, man. That's um a long time. never again. 30
3: years. Hmm,
0: which one is greater? Is this
3: greater? the one who had that little piece of metal that nobody's been able to figure out what kind it of...
0: It is? Glyphics on it, yes. Wow. And, uh, so, one, one of the last people who had a direct connection to the Roswell incident, such as it was, is now gone. That having been said, what else is happening this week? No.
3: We do know that A- that Area 51's real now. Oh my God! <laughs> Shocking.
0: We would have never guessed that. Besides the chain link fences. Sorry, did and- we introduce Jason no, no.
2: because I was refilling my apple martini?
0: <laughs> yes, we did.
2: Okay, he just got really quiet. Um, I think he doesn't know what to say to all that. <laughs> well, apple. Jason, would you like an apple martini?
1: I would, if you could teleport it over here. I
2: would be thrilled to do that if I could.
0: Hmm. So, there's this NASA engineer. (laughs) There's, there's like, tons of them, and they're not doing much anymore because NASA's truly not doing much anymore. (laughs) Well,
2: that is actually not true. NASA has an awesome probe on Mars right now. They do. Suck it.
0: So, Dr. Harold Sonny... White, claims to have
2: obviously
0: claims to have come up with a warp drive
2: yeah he's not
0: so that sane. well he works for NASA he's a doctor
2: that does not make him sane
0: well it makes him like <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like saying you know you know the guy in the building who wears the white coat and has all the degrees and says he's a doctor well he may not be
2: uh, he may not be
0: that's scary than shit
2: I Dome, like, do you believe everyone, everything that people, well, never mind, actually. Yes,
0: don't,
2: you you, don't Roswell, we just had this discussion. Roswell, and Yes. Yeah, so why am I even asking?
0: So anyhow, this has to do with uh, warp bubbles and Einsteinian equations, and he claims that even though he won't give details of it, and at this point can't, uh, won't reproduce it,
2: Okay. Okay. Let let me translate for you. Won't give details means it doesn't actually work, and won't go. reproduce it means can't reproduce it because it never happened in the first place.
0: Well, what he claims is he can't reveal the details because they're covered by non-disclosure. Agreement.
2: Well, you know what that means what is does that, that mean? it didn't actually happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to burst your bubble.
0: Well, you you're you are actually bursting. My warp bubble, which really pisses me off. Um, Because, you know, uh, until such time as warp drive or something like it exists, the universal speed limit is the speed of light. And uh, that's going to severely impact whether or not we can actually... Well, I
2: mean, isn't the universal speed limit sort of under the speed of light because of relativity?
0: Yeah. Because if
2: you're going the speed of light, time stops, so what's the point?
0: point.
2: Just making sure I get that. I do. (laughs) So What is with the crappy science fact articles tonight?
0: No, there's another good one. Wait, I've got you mean
2: another crappy one.
0: No, no. No, right now, right now, you can sign up to, to colonize Mars.
2: And why would you want to do that?
0: You, uh, you wouldn't.
2: Already,
0: well, they've already got 30,000 people signed up for what is essentially... I'm sorry, 100,000 from more than, more than 140 different countries who have paid $250 to put in their application... For a one way. How how many
2: people? Can I get a group on on that? How many?
0: 100,000.
2: 100,000 out of how many people in the world? 7 billion? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so there are 100,000 morons out of 7 billion people in the world. At least we know.
0: 165,000, actually.
3: Ah. Glad (laughs) you cleared that up for me. Like I said, can I get a group on, on
0: that? Evidently, you can. You know, um, if
2: you would like to take yourself out of the gene pool, that is a is spectacular way to, way to do it.
0: I mean, and the reality is, they're they're saying right up front, it's a one-way trip and a crapshoot at best.
2: You will die. Okay. You are probably
1: going to die. I
2: mean, look at history. You're going to die. It's just <laughs> a matter of how.
1: Each of, this, each of these wow. people paid $250? Is that what you said?
0: Yes, Absolutely.
2: For the privilege of saying,
0: that, I'm suicidal.
1: That was the that was the application price. Hmm. Hmm. So they raised forty million dollars from this. That's correct. They absolutely. We're did. in the wrong business, my
2: friend. <laughs> you know what, what they could have done that would have been cheaper? Gotten an emulator and the old school Oregon Trail and named <laughs> everyone <laughs> in their wagon after themselves. And then they could have died of dysentery on their own time. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really, really true. And they probably would last longer. That's
3: true. Nowadays.
0: So they're going to take the 189,000, and after two more rounds of selections, which will end in 2015... Wait,
3: your number keeps
2: changing. You just said 165,000, and now you're at 189.
0: 165,000. Uh, they have to select... Uh, 50 to 100 candidates in each of 300 geographical regions in round two. And round three brings that number to between 28 and 40 colonist candidates. They will then begin training, private training, for the Mars mission for seven years.
3: So Wait, 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 wait a second. So after you pay you $250, there's still a chance you won't be picked. There's
0: a huge chance you won't be picked.
3: Do you get that money
2: back? No, you do not. No, your money goes to fund to killing the the people that are
0: picked. (laughs) (laughs) Your chances are 40 out of 165,000.
2: That you will die.
0: (laughs) And I love on space.com, they have a a, uh, related article. How to Die on Mars, the Mars One Project Explained.
2: Hmm. Well, <laughs> all right, let's talk about something actually awesome.
0: Okay, if you insist. Although, you know what? I'm going to have the link up so that you guys can, like, If send me the money instead. Yeah. I, I would appreciate having the money sent to me.
2: So, I am irritated by the amount of Facebook traffic that Ben Affleck is getting right now.
3: Oh. <laughs> like seriously? It's un. Let, let me
2: let me just like get this out of my system here because number 1, what Batman movie has been good?
1: The last 3 in my opinion.
2: Oh. <laughs> uh
0: I wouldn't I, I would say maybe number 1 of the last 3.
2: Yeah, none of them. <laughs> number 2. Will Ben Affleck change that record? Oh. No.
0: Number no, no. three,
2: who the fuck cares?
0: Well, there's there's a whole nerd sub genre of like Batman people, and we see them all over at every con that we go to.
2: You yep. know what Batman people should do?
0: No, Read don't, way don't of
2: Gotham. Um,
0: well, okay, good. Thank you for not. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you
2: also, think I was gonna say? Shove it up their ask? ass. Well, Ben Affleck is Ben Affleck. He's. Uh- a far sight better than Christian Bale. Like uh, I don't think he is. Like <laughs> think, think about Christian Bale, whose early work includes Newsies. Yeah. And then think about Ben Affleck, whose early work includes Dogma. Anything with Matt Damon. Well, and geez, anything I... with Matt, basically Matt Damon.
1: Hollywood paid
3: money to make that film. Jokes on you, Hollywood. <laughs> Does
1: anybody remember Daredevil? Oh my what? God. Here's
2: my thing. Ben Affleck is not what ruined that movie.
0: No, it was so horrible. No, I agree
2: thing. with you, but still.
0: No, but he I mean, look. He oh, did not
2: do badly. Hey, he brought a pathos to Dare. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> he he what he was given in Daredevil.
1: Which was not much. No, no he was no, given no.
2: absolutely nothing, but he did something with it, so there's that. When life gives you shit, make a shit sandwich. Look, um, he gold plated go that shit. To the
0: first Batman movie. Why would you do that? Because Michael Keaton Ugh. got the same round of crap. Val Kilmer got this same round of crap. George Clooney got it and deserved it. But that's a whole other story.
2: But well, Alicia Silverstone got it and did not deserve it.
0: Pretty much. So if you look at the, the evolution of this this whole. For lack of a better term, uh, completely kerfluffled franchise. I like that. Um, you know, the best Batman was possibly the worst received, and that was Val Kilmer.
1: I'm gonna, I think I stand alone here in, in actually enjoying the last three Nolan Batman movies.
0: If you enjoyed them, that's fine, but I mean.
2: I liked if- everything but Christian Bale. <laughs> Christian
0: <laughs> I,
3: I Bale was ridiculous in that role, and I stand behind that.
0: I thought the last Especially one... Especially
3: the last one. Oh, my right. God. And the whole thing with Bane, that was making me a little crazy. Although, I understand why they cast Ben Affleck.
2: Really, it was a smart decision. It absolutely was. Because, basically, Matt Damon is attached to his hip, and so now they have a Robin, too. Dome, uh, I, I would just like to say that... <clears throat> We just received a donation in the amount of $20 from a certain Cam, who and he attached the following note Dome, here's the money I was going to spend on going to Mars.
3: Love <laughs> from Cam. <laughs> Thank you, Cam. We love oh, you. Oh
0: <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> I raised my
2: martini glass to you, t- Cam, Cam. Which one are you? This, Cam. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> we have the well, best, well, to we go have go the best listeners that. in the world. We do. <laughs> to go
3: along with that, this whole kerfuffle, is now that just Justin Timberlake has put it out there that he wants to be the Riddler. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, totally I think that, he should that. be Harley Quinn. <laughs> Hey, you know what? You no, know, what's her name for Battlestar Galactica wants to be Harley Quinn? Mm-hmm. Oh, she would be hot. The blonde Harley girl, Starbuck? hot, Harley Quinn. Star- yeah. Star- yeah. Star- that would work
2: out really All well. All right. <laughs> well, that's decided. No, okay, then in that case, Justin Timberlake would have to be Poison Ivy. No.
0: <laughs> no. Justin could be the Riddler. He cannot be any worse. Than, than Jim Arnold, Jim Carrey, Arnold Schwarzenegger, any one of the people who's played just these horrible villains.
2: I think he should be Mr. Penguin. Yeah, I was just going to say, Justin Is Timberlake would make a mean penguin. I don't know why I said Mr. Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> I blame the Apple Martini.
0: You you, you were going I for Mr. Penguin. Blame Popper's it all thing. you
3: want.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that, that would kind of be his take on the penguin. <laughs>
0: You know, since since you're drinking the (laughs) apple martinis tonight.
2: Yes. So. Are you going to talk about the almighty Johnsons? (laughs) I am not. (laughs) (laughs) Because that was a thing.
0: I know. know Which is also
2: not why I'm drinking apple martinis. But go ahead.
0: So what would happen if you got a bunch of actors and tech people and you said over a weekend, let's get really drunk, write a film. And whatever we've written while we're drunk, we are going to film.
2: Well, I imagine you'd come out with Star Drunk. Yes.
0: Um, And if you haven't seen it, it is perhaps the funniest film I have ever seen. If
2: you're amused by other people being drunk, which I am not.
0: Well, it, it would... If you've seen the mo uh, the, the I mean TV I'm Jeff- amused
3: when I'm drunk,
2: that's for yeah, sure. We,
0: we know that because you're amused at yourself right now. But, <laughs> but are not- you
3: <laughs> amused at other people being drunk when you're drunk? Um, no. No, I it's- kinda think they're just kinda
2: morons. <laughs> which is exactly the same opinion that I have of them when they're sober when I'm sober. Yeah. The point, I am hilarious when I'm drunk. No, she's not. <laughs> yes no, I am. Oh, she's not. Yes I am. <laughs> you awful. think you're hilarious. She is adorable always. But hilarious, no. I'm funny enough that people often Facebook things that I say while drunk. People, you don't get drunk often enough for that to be often. Every time I've been drunk the last couple of weeks, somebody has Facebooked something I said. So once? Twice. (laughs) (laughs) But that's 100% of the time, so. Ah, well, and this, children, is why you don't trust statistics. (laughs) In, what in, what in were life? we talking about? N <laughs> equals two, but 100% of the time.
0: In any case, <laughs> I, I didn't have high hopes for watching Star Drunk, uh, but I literally sat there and and it's, it's quite funny. So if you're it amused
2: is, by other people being drunk, you'll like this. You'll if, like you, it. If you're not, you, you won't will. watch it and just... Pat Dome on his dome and say, that's so cute, Dome. Cam, can you're we... going to love it. Click on <laughs> click. <laughs> You know what? Speaking of people who are drunk, can we veer off for a second on a tangent? Not too to fast, take- though, because I am kind of drunk. I'm not veering too fast. Um... So, it's not really genre-related, but it's amazing, and you should watch Drunk History if you enjoy stuff. No, you should not. Yes, you should. No, I agree. It. I
0: agree with you, John
2: they They're <laughs> just really too drunk. Like, they're, like, dangerously, like, emergency room drunk. No, they're not. They often vomit. Well, yeah. And, and sometimes people- they fall on the floor and can't get up, and not in a cool way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, so says the woman with the apple martini.
2: I am not vomiting or falling on the floor. I am, in fact, running the show.
0: This is an audio podcast. We have no way of proving that.
2: (laughs) You know what, Dome? You know what, Dome? I'm going to find those children laughing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to play it, so it's real (laughs) creepy. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: there they are. You're creepy children. Creepy
2: children laughing. Are you happy now? Yeah, look what you made me
0: do. Um, So Kriana, what's this about the beginning of the end of of Lock and Key?
2: Well, the the end of Lock and Key, like the story that is the the arc, the last arc of the series has begun. Ooh. So there there is that. Um, I purchased some really cool keys while I was at Boston Comic-Con, and they're awesome, and I want to get all of them. If anyone was looking for a Christmas present for Kriana, hint, hint.
0: Um, Yeah, I've heard this line on a couple of different items so far. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that amazing tea set.
2: Oh, I may or may not have just bought another tea set.
0: We know for a fact you did.
2: Anyway, skeleton <laughs> Crew Studio. Awesome, fantastic sculptors.
0: Um, they've done some beautiful stuff. They
2: are the official people doing the lock and key keys. They also offer the whispering, what's it called? Shoot. Well, now I've lost that. I have no idea what I'm talking about right now. It's what the keys are made out of. Whisperings. Cam, help me out here.
1: <laughs> uh, getting
0: help from the. I think,
2: I think he's lagging. Whispering Iron. That's what it's called. I found it on the oh, website. Oh,
3: yes. Okay. I so, just read that one.
2: I purchased the Omega key and the uh, uh, SDCC exclusive shadow key. And,
0: and they're absolutely gorgeous.
2: They're so gorgeous. And, but I really need an echo key and a music key. And and a head key and an under tree key key. and a grindhouse key and
0: And a pony and and a pistol. And a ghost
2: key and an alpha key (laughs) and they're just so like seriously they're a little they're they're actually not even pricey for what they are, honestly. Most of them are pewter plated sometimes in awesomeness, like gold. In the case of the head key, three different colors of gold. Oh, Cam actually did say whispering iron, so awesome. Awesome on you, Cam. And
0: he He's <laughs> coming through tonight. You know,
2: you know, Ustream is lagging a little and that's the only reason. You know, I don't understand why Ustream does this. Can I can I take this minute to bitch about Ustream?
0: And now a minute when the technical <clears throat> people Ustream. Creon. Ustream
2: puts these fucking ads on our show. And, and you people at home can't hear them, but it puts the poor people listening at home behind. And if two people are listening at the same time, they make it ads at different times. So, yeah. so like, they're they're behind different different amounts.
0: Oh, it actually lags the show.
2: It it does in fact lag the show, and and you streams paid tiers are such crap that it makes it impossible for a small show like us. To even consider going there, and therefore we can't, and therefore poor Cam is suffering, among other things. sorry, Cam. Sorry, Cam. Suffers for us because of Ustream's ass hattery.
0: <laughs> We'd like to actually stay on Ustream, so let's. You know not-
2: what, though? It's fucking freedom of speech right now.
0: You no, know, it's alcoholic freedom of speech. Right yes, now. which
2: is the best kind of freedom of speech. <laughs> anyway, I purchased two lovely keys from Skeleton Studios. They also do some awesome Hellboy slash BPRD stuff, which I am totally trying not to buy right now. <laughs> um, like seriously. Gorgeous stuff. And you know what I love about them is their attention to detail. The keys come in these gorgeous bags oh with these God, tags yeah. labeled as to what the key is. The sculptor signed them for me. He is so fantastic. Um, Bishop Zrini's silver button you can buy right here. First 400 signed by Mike Mignola. Woo! Still available right now. Sculpted by Jamie McFarlane. An antique silver plated pewter. This, this thing is gorgeous, and it comes in this awesome little artifact archive box with a BPRD tag with all of the relevant statistics on it. Like, the attention to detail here is just incredible. Laudable.
0: <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. And and the the end products themselves are just treasures. How they many really times
2: are. did I walk by those keys... At comic con, and we're, we're like, I can't buy those. They're, no, I can't do it. I can't do it.
0: And, and like three times with me, and, and then like the fourth the, time you did. The
2: eighth time I bought by them, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm buying them." <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I said I'm fine. buying one, and then I and then I really broke down and bought two. What are the prices on
3: this, those? Um, most
2: of the keys are about twenty five bucks.
3: That's not bad.
2: A couple of them are a little more. Um the the legacy edition ghost key is 28. They're bigger. Yeah, they're bigger. And, and like bigger. the BPRD stuff depending on the size of the piece is is uh the price differs a little bit. Some of the other ones are oh these are all sold out the ones for $20. And they seem to be doing really cool exclusive um keys for different cons. So it's just so cool looking and, and they
0: sold out a lot of stuff.
2: Like what other comic yields itself so well to that type of merchandise?
0: Uh, yes. Like
2: no other comic. And and the keys are just like it it's like it's like you pulled it off the page. It's kind of creepy. It's yeah. they they should Okay, I'm proposing this. They should have a comic book key. Mm. And and that's where these keys came from. O- mm. Honestly, like I can't I can't even the ghost key. It's gorgeous. It's just, they have an IDW key. It's the IDW logo on the end. And IDW is the, is the actual like key part. They're just beautiful, beautiful pieces of art. And they're, they're exactly how you would imagine this key would look and feel and, and just, I don't know, the sensation of holding something like that out of out of like a comic book that you love is just surreal.
0: That's not bad. It's 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 really quite an amazing fabrication. And and uh, when I stumbled across them with you at Boston, it was just kind of like wow.
2: And I believe I believe I asked him which one of these keys is subtle enough that people who've never read it won't understand that it's a special thing, but. People who read lock and key will be like, ah, and, um, and he sold me the Omega key, right. and, I, and I believe he was correct there, but I just, I couldn't resist the allure of that dull-plated shadow key. It was just too, too much for me. It was too yeah, much, was too much for me to handle, and they do some beautiful work there at skeletoncrewstudio.bigcartel.com. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and normally at this point we'd be talking about our Facebook poll of the week. But oh once my again, God, are
2: we there already? Mr. Oh, Mr. Yeah.
0: Zuckerberg has decided that Facebook <clears> shouldn't <throat> do polls. So, you know, Zuck, uh, you right screw now. it. <laughs> screw it because uh, uh, we're really getting pissed. Were, these polls have been a part of what we do and we may have to find a way to do it on our website if you're going to be this way about oh, it. Oh
3: Jesus well, Christ. Dear Mark Zuckerberg, please don't make me do this. <laughs> what we can do, what well, we can try, what X and I have actually been talking about this, is just put it up open-ended and let people add their, instead of having an actual poll, just have people add their own thoughts. And
0: we can give that a shot.
3: See how unwieldy it gets?
0: Yeah, well, it will. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, we have some unwieldy uh, fans. but uh, Yeah,
0: we have fans who like to talk a lot.
3: About yeah. stuff. Yes, but so in we any case, try that one and see if it how it goes over. We'll and- give
0: it a shot. You know, it couldn't hurt. Uh, at this point, I'd like to let everybody know that tonight's version of Sci-Fi Saturday Night is sponsored by Quantum Muse Books, publishers of Lockdown, an intense new sci-fi novel from Timothy O'Goyet. Thank you for being a sponsor. We appreciate it. Speaking of cool stuff that we like. Uh, I want to take a moment to reintroduce the guy who liked the Batman movies. Uh-
2: <laughs> oh, oh, don't don't
0: tease him for that. <laughs>
1: <I'm> <laughs> well, a, I mean... I'm, I'm very much a fan of Nolan's movies, so it's not a problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Nolan's movies, I get. Those three, not so much, but that's okay. Jason Chen of StoryBundle.com. For those of you who don't know what StoryBundle.com is, give us the... The the quick and dirty about what the website is.
1: Sure, uh, we take books, both indie books and you know small publisher books, and we bundle them together so that you pay whatever you want for a set of like six to eight books. You name the price. Uh, the books come DRM free. Uh, we send them to directly to your Kindle if you want, or you can download them. And you can enjoy it on whatever e reader or iPad or a tablet or whatever you want to read books on. So, So, literally. Yes, literally.
0: Literally now, and I I want the listeners to understand this, you name your own price. Literally, Tom. What's what's the minimum that they can pay for that bundle?
1: The minimum that we set for this bundle is $3 in order to cover all the transaction fees and the, the bandwidth and all the hosting stuff that we do. But... Other than that, they can choose if they want to – we don't recommend it – if they want to, to give the entirety of their purchase to the authors so that they can say, okay, we think the authors deserve all my money for this. Story Bundle deserves nothing, and there we go. We don't recommend it, of course, because we need to you know pay for hosting and keep our business running. <laughs> but it, it's part of the idea that we give the power to the, to the purchasers to, to say, I want – you know, I want my money to go here or I don't want my money to go there. And and it, I think that's very important because it, it allows you to feel good about what you're buying and when you're buying it.
0: But is the reality is everybody's going to go cheap on you, right?
1: Actually, you would, you would think that, but uh, the reality is most people opt into the bonus books. Right now we have um, six or seven standard books, and if you pay more than $10, which is, which is, when you think about it, when we did this math before, we get you get you know ten books or nine books if you pay ten dollars. We, we do the math; it's very much not uh, uh, a hardship to pay ten dollars.
2: Now look, and- I'm a little hard on a lot of ebook sellers normally. Like Amazon, those fuckers will charge, and and fuckers is the appropriate term. Will charge you sometimes more than the fucking hardcover for their ebook version, and that is wrong. That is morally fucking wrong, and that's why
1: they're in you know a bunch of legal trouble because of that.
2: Actually, Amazon is not.
1: Amazon, well, weren't they weren't they you know kind of hinted at at being kind of setting these artificial actually no that that was
2: actually apple the justice department is is actually trying to give its shooting to give amazon a competitive advantage as if amazon needed a fucking competitive advantage in the book space it doesn't that's crazy normal people realize that's crazy apparently people in the justice department are fucked up
0: Well, you're thinking of our government as normal people, and they're not. Well,
2: I never said that. So, (laughs) so, now, weighing my options, okay, as a consumer of books, would I rather give the author some money or no money? Obviously, I'd rather give them some money would i rather give most of my money to amazon and the publishers or most of my money to the authors well obviously i'd rather give most of my money to the authors so when when the point comes where i'm like okay do i buy this independently or do i buy it from amazon or do i buy it from ibooks i want to buy it independently the problem is a lot of the time amazon will demand some sort of exclusivity now and and this is the cool place where story bundle comes in it swoops in and is awesome in the midst of all this crap because not not only not only can i pay ten dollars and get nine new books that look actually awesome right now but not not only am i supporting these awesome art authors and showing them that participating in one of these bundles is a great idea but i'm also supporting a business that says, I'm not going to screw my customers. Sorry, there endeth my rant for now.
0: Yeah, nice rant
2: Thank you, thank (laughs) you. Sorry.
0: But it's interesting that you're doing this independently, but you can actually check out through Amazon?
1: Right, well, Amazon has a, a payment service, which is separate from the Amazon purchasing stuff. So we have Amazon, Google, and PayPal as payment providers, so... Most of us all have Amazon uh, you know, accounts and we buy stuff through Amazon. So it's not any kind of extra risk in using Amazon as a payment service. If, if you're not uh, comfortable with PayPal, you know, Amazon is a good choice. Same with Google. If, if you're not comfortable you know, with PayPal or Amazon for some reason, you can choose Google.
2: Well, and, and let's face it. There are a lot of reasons not to be comfortable with PayPal
1: right
0: <laughs> but more than you yeah but the
2: advantage to this type and dome i'm sorry you just asked a question like where did that whole manga thing start anyway um yeah, you did. You didn't know you did, but you did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you did. Um, but the thing the thing about using these payment providers is that your credit card information never goes through StoryBundle. There's no possibility that if StoryBundle were ever hacked that anyone could have access to your credit card because they never have that information.
1: That is exactly right. All we know about you is what your email address is, and that's only to send you the books.
0: And now, and talk about... Um, wait a minute, wait a minute. I still want to talk about this page for a second. Which What, Be- what page? The, the the main page for storybundle.com. <coughs> Excuse me, because I'm looking at it right now, and right now you have up the Young Adult Bundle, which is seven books, uh, five books, and two bonus books. Okay? So then you, you read the How It Works, blah, 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 spend ten bucks and get two bonus books, at least ten bucks, uh then you show some reviews, and then you go to the get the bundle part. And here's where it gets really hinky, and this is where I think it's really weird. We touched on it just a little bit. There were two sliders <laughs> on it right here. Uh, the first slider is, how much do you want to pay? And the slider at the point where it gets above 10 bucks shows bonus activated, which means you're getting the two bonus books with it. And then the second slider is the author story bundle split. So then you get to decide that. Then you get to decide, do you want to donate 10% to a charity? There are three of, there are two of them here.
2: You know what? And and kudos on these charities. I, I really enjoy girls right now. Um, Yeah,
1: they're fantastic. Oh, one of our previous authors was, was a Girls Right Now participant, and she has nothing but good things to say about them.
2: I would also suggest if you were ever intending to switch one out or add one, that Kids Need to Read is a very worthy charity.
1: Yeah. Ooh, great. Mm-hmm. I'll write that down. And then
0: it asks for all pertinent details. Your email address. Confirm it. That, that's, that's the, the only that's pertinent, pertinent that's detail, that, by the way. That's it. That, that's it. It's kind of amazing. I mean, you've really kind of whittled this whole process down to a very minimalist point, so that you're you're engaging your your community in how we're going to pay for okay, it. Okay, don't don't don't. This is boring
2: yeah. stuff. Let's, no, it isn't. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. That's, this is not what our listeners want to hear. Our listeners want to hear that in the Young Adult Bundle going on right now, there's what looks like an awesome steampunk book called oh, Scourge yeah. by David there H. Is. Burton. The, the two bonus books look awesome. And just because they are so fucking awesome, I don't even know, Storybundle.com sent out to, to everyone who had bought a previous bundle. Is that true? No, just
1: anybody who has signed up for the newsletter. You don't even need to have purchased.
2: Oh, they sent out a free oh, book to anyone who has purchased the bundle. Or, or no, uh,
1: sorry, that's up the, the Apple martini talking.
2: Anyone who signed up for the mailing list. Free book.
1: Like, and this goes on for the entirety of this bundle. So if you, you can hear this, you can go and sign up right now, and you'll get that free book too.
2: And, and when is this bundle going until?
1: This bundle lasts uh, 19 more days, so a little bit under 3 weeks. Okay, so bit...
2: so, so this show if we're recording on a Thursday This the show will go up on Saturday you have plenty of time go right. there, get on the mailing list, get a free book how, how brainless do you have to be to go do that, like just do it
1: Now how many bundles do you do in a year? We do bundles about once a month uh, each bundle lasts usually about three weeks, and then we have a, a week break, and then we come back with a new one. So, it's you know about twelve, give or take. And we're we're going to debut something called mini bundles, which will run alongside our standard bundles to to bump up the uh, the amount of bundles we can do. And the mini bundles are cool because uh, they allow us to focus on a little bit more kind of out there bundles. You know, a- any kind of crazy genre maybe that that doesn't appeal to a, a mass a huge audience we can just we can do it and and, and not care about it appealing to everybody
2: now what i think is really interesting is watching how your bundles have evolved over the past i mean you guys haven't even been running a year have you
1: uh we hit a year in august so we we're just, just about a at year our, yeah our anniversary just about now so your
2: first bundle was called the big bang bundle right i purchased that um Fantastic. awesome it was a cool bundle, lots of indie people. Right. Um, And I was like, story bundle, this can never work. But I really want it to. I was, so I'll buy it, just in case. And, and to my surprise, you guys you guys then came out with the second degree bundle. Not my cup of tea, but I was still encouraged. That was a uh,
1: mystery bundle, right? I think that was a, a mystery slash uh, thriller bundle.
2: Murder mystery sort of right. cool... It was it was cool just not what I usually go for but but maybe it would have been up Dead Redheads Alley.
3: Hmm.
2: And then we move on to what's definitely of the Dead Redheads yeah, the Alley, yeah. the Halloween Horror Bundle. Woo-hoo! Woohoo! Come on. I mean, you got some really cool stuff going on here and and I'm just sort of watching the the quality of of the books sort of rise. I think that was the first one to feature Kevin J. Anderson.
1: Right, yes. and
2: and you've got a novel by by Douglas Clegg in there, and, and you still got your indie feel to it though, like I I like how you're sticking to those core values and not as you rise in popularity sort of ignoring lesser known authors. I really enjoy that.
1: Right, that's that's one of our core concepts is that we, we do really really enjoy indie authors, and that's that's kind of why I started the company. It's it's because I, I did want to find indie books to read, but it was really hard digging through you know all those lists and I didn't know where to turn to. So I decided, hey, might as well do a company that does this and goes and curates these cool indie books that people don't know about and features them for you know a, a pretty good price with the price being whatever you want to pay. So I think that that is one of the core concepts that we'll never get away from, even if we include you know bigger name folks, you know, more famous authors will still include indie books and, and indie i others. love your well, sort of ba-
2: i love the balance of that that you've struck so far and so so then you went to the holiday gift bundle which is a little bit more eclectic than any of your previous bundles i think right sort of sort of a sampler yeah which awesome and then you went for the indie fantasy bundle which awesome Love that! And here, here's the other thing that I love about you guys is that you're willing to put more than one book from a series into this bundle.
1: Yeah, this is one of the things that authors have been really good about. They they realize, and previous authors have said this too. They realize uh, story bundles good for getting the name out there, getting more exposure, but it actually gives them a very good chunk of change uh, as far as getting their book. You know, purchased. So they're all about getting as many books from their series in the in the bundles as possible.
2: Absolutely. I mean, and who wouldn't? I I mean, like, I'm gonna want them anyway. If I get into one of these series in here, I'm gonna be like. Oh man, and and here's what I like. I like this leverage here in the indie fantasy bundle. What you did was you put books one and two of the Torme trilogy into the main bundle, and then to draw you in to get you to the bonus, you put the third one as a bonus.
1: Right. I'm
2: betting that worked well.
1: It it works very well in just about all our bundles. People people are smart and they they realize, hey, this is book three. I I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna enjoy you know book one and two if if story bundle is. Is what they claim to be, you know, good at curating, which I hope people think we are. Uh, I do. I do. Uh, I spend a lot of time curating these books and I, I have curators come in. Um, they spend a lot of time curating it. So it's it's just quality books that we're putting in. So You know, what? I, would, that, I would yeah. like
2: to know who like I, I would like to know who chose these books and why. I think that would be really compelling
0: yes information to talk with the curators who put this bundle together well, well not even not even choices.
2: not even to talk with them like <clears throat> um if you had just like descriptions of these books you i'm sorry you do have descriptions of these books if if like right before the reviews you had a like two sentence message from the curator as to why they chose this book. Like, I chose this book because of, you know, I like these themes and the way this is handled or or whatever they decided. I think that would be really compelling to me.
1: That's a really good idea. I think we're going to do that on our next bundle. I I really love that idea.
2: <laughs> Yay!
0: So, by the time you get to the science fiction bundle. Well, no,
2: no, no, wait, wait, okay, wait, wait, ahead. wait. wait! They don't have that many. We're going to go through all of them okay. cuz you skipped the women's fiction bundle. Oh, you right, I
0: shouldn't
2: have. Awesome. Awesome. You know, not many not many people will recognize the the sort of inherent sexism in any industry unprompted. But this was this was a sort of surprise and an enjoyable one. And then you got the video game bundle again, playing to your core demographic, which I assume is geeky.
1: Right, they definitely <laughs> are. Good call.
2: You know, you know, and this all this video game bundle puts you in direct co- competition with the Humble bundle, right?
1: Humble has done a few books, but they haven't really done uh, video game books. What they've done is they've done two bundles that were both sci-fi books, with the second one being. A little bit sci-fi, a little bit non y with that Will Wheaton book. Mhm,
2: mhm.
1: But uh, but so what they're, I'm they're saying is you're like sci-fi.
2: you're kind of going head-to-head with them, and I think you're doing better. <laughs> well,
1: at least, well, thank you.
2: At least your bundles are of higher quality, in my opinion.
1: Well, thank you very much. But they they have a lot more eyeballs on their on their stuff, so I don't think we can ever beat them in terms of you know sales or anything.
2: I would not sell yourself short like that. Yeah, I, I
0: tend to disagree with you. Because the,
2: I- the last few bundles that you have done have been utterly spectacular. The sci-fi bundle, as Dome mentioned, not only let had... Tell- okay, first of all, one of my personal favorite, not super well-known authors, Michael A. Stackpole. Number mm-hmm. one, I would have bought any bundle with his name on it with no other information.
0: <laughs> let, let me tell you what drew me to that one, because... You know, uh, hard science fiction is kind of my forte. And uh, sorry, but when I see the name Mike Resnick in there.
2: I was just going to say, I also adore his blog, Tech Dirt.
0: Or Greg Benford.
2: I read it religiously.
0: So then I see that, and then I see two or three names that I don't recognize.
2: Well, well, I mean, not to mention Kevin J. Anderson, and with Kevin J. Anderson and Michael Stackpole, right. you've got a mini Star Wars reunion going on.
0: <laughs> Pretty much.
2: <laughs> and not to mention you have that Frank Herbert novel.
0: Right. Yeah, the uh, high-up novel that had never before been published.
2: I mean, if, if you want a compelling bundle, you look, Holy
0: shit. look no amazing. further. This
2: was crazy.
0: So, Kriana right. sent that to me, and I just kind of went, click
1: done yeah Don't kevin even did a clicks. really good job carrying that for us and and we're very happy with with how that one did
2: oh and lightspeed magazine sorry i'm just i'm just like I, yeah, I all of these are just so compel. every single book in this bundle is is just compelling in its own right any one of them could have headed up another bundle
0: so then a month later i get the email For the unofficial Doctor Who bundle.
2: Which starts off, hello, sweeties. Now, let me say, (laughs) I am sick to fucking death of people who, like, cash in on geeks who don't actually like geek stuff. Such as that asshole actor who plays Sheldon who doesn't actually know anything about Doctor Who. (laughs) Seriously? Fuck him okay but the email started off hello sweeties and i was like that sounds like doctor who isn't that cute and then i realized it's a doctor who bundle and i was like
0: uh, oh yeah bye we now kind of a <laughs> click, well done i i mean like just just
2: for the unauthorized doctor who cookbook that was worth it
0: absolutely
2: <laughs> come on Jeez. come on
0: dinner dining with the doctor it was it was absolutely hilarious and you just sit there and you go so my question to you is <clears throat> to who a lot of these bundles happened before yes. i got involved
1: right is
0: there any point at which time you're going to reopen some of those bundles
1: we're we're trying to figure out a good way of bringing back old bundles we don't have a plan in place yet but if you have any ideas definitely send them my way we're we're, <laughs> we're, we're trying to think uh, think of a good way to to refeature them, or kind of mix and match, or maybe do like a an all stars kind of s- a story bundle, all stars bundle.
0: But
1: we don't have any 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 plans just yet. All right, I have an
2: idea for you.
0: So do I. I
2: would say vote and pick the top ten books that are voted for, and do those in a bundle. I mean, the top ten past bundle books. And right. and do it for, like, some sort of awesome anniversary. Like, don't do it right now. Don't do it next year. Do it for, like, your five-year anniversary. <laughs> and I know you're going to have a five-year anniversary because you're
1: that awesome. Well, thank you, and I hope so.
0: <laughs> you are! Oh, my oh, God. This, this is one of the coolest ideas that has come to fruition. I mean, we all sit here and go, wouldn't it be cool if we could do this? And And, and at some point... You sat there and said, wouldn't it be cool if we could do this? And you did it.
1: Yeah. I
2: mean, all right. Look, we talk about alternative business models for authors all all the time time on this show. And I like to think that I know a thing or two about it. And bundling, especially with an established bundle site, you guys have like nine bundles under your belt right now. Um, That's amazing. That's, that's right. like a really good track record you, You've gotten through nine You clearly know what you're doing I assume that you're growing Every bundle that you do
1: We are, we are And the, w- the great thing is that I'm slightly surprised Of is that every single author That I've included in a bundle Is, is happy to be in the bundle And that they're, they're always very Very excited to work with us again That's why we have a bunch of repeat authors In here like Kevin uh, Kevin J. Anderson was in our bundle, and then he curated one for us. So all, all these authors are, are super excited with what we're doing, and, and I hope they tell a friend, and I hope you know more authors uh, get, get wind of this and try to get on board as well.
0: And the beauty of it is that the, some of the lesser-known authors, some of the niche authors, some of the authors who are unknown outside of a very small community are now in a bundle... With somebody like Kevin J. Anderson.
2: Well yeah, and that's the beauty of it. So like it's an absolute beauty. that's the that is the beauty of it. So if you go for a thing like the sci fi bundle and you're bundling, you know, with Frank Herbert, holy crap. Hello. Holy crap. <laughs> I mean, there, there are going to be people who buy it for one book and never touch any of the others. There are going to be people who buy it for other books and never touch the Frank Herbert book. And then there are going to be those awesome people who buy it and for, for one book or another or a couple of them and then read all of them and are like, oh my God, I've just discovered this new author that I really love. I need to go buy their entire back catalog.
1: Right, exactly. And and that's one of our core concepts too, is that you don't have to read every single book. You don't have to want to pay for every single book. Just pay for what you what you feel like, what you think you'll enjoy. And if you like the rest, fantastic. Maybe you can pay a little bit more next time. Or whatever you feel like. It, it's all up to you. We just want to get these books out there. We want to get as many readers as possible. And, you know, things will work out at the end.
2: And they will. And, you know, so- some authors will see more of an uptick in readers than others and and just you know it gets those i I don't want to say they ride on coattails but the indie authors will definitely benefit from being in a bundle with with more well-known ones more so than a bunch of indie authors all on their own because that's more of a risk right
1: right that's true
3: with trying being being in something with frank herbert i think so yeah you know you know that does not hurt anyone
0: (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah like that, that <laughs> thing, with this bundle that's out right now uh which is the young adult bundle i do not recognize a single author in it and i don't care
2: you know what's on burn. you want to talk a little bit about the uh appeal of young adult movie uh movies woo, young adult books to adult audiences mm. yeah they do um and there was a robot <laughs> there was a <laughs> robot <laughs> classic Zombarian. um no I think that the appeal of young adult novels for adults is partially because a lot of times in genre people they're better Um, people feel like genre books for adults have to be very cerebral or, you know, I Just hate to the use Miss of as as an example because it is a good book, but it's so, like... Pretentious? Pre- yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like it's,
2: an, it's an amazing and fun book, but... Sometimes you just want something... Sometimes you just want a cool story. Straightforward. Yes. And y- YA novels are so plot-driven. Um, and by the time you're an adult, you don't really care if you're reading about a character who's your age or who... You you don't need to feel like you can directly relate to a character anymore. Um, so... It's just fun to follow the plot and follow, and it it's both nostalgic and, you know, fun. I used fun a lot in that description.
0: You did, which That's
2: is good, good because
0: reading
3: yeah, fun is, is fun. <laughs> because they are
2: okay. Omar? First of all, reading is super fun. Reading is awesome. I mean, what's right, cooler? Than, no, seriously, <laughs> what what is cooler than reading? Basically, nothing. Oh, and the other thing about YA novels, they're so much more willing to go so much more fantastical than adult yes. novels. Yes. They are, they are. They have a lot of freedom in a lot of different respects that, that gives them a sort of pass to be what adult novels um, don't get published for being.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: And, and, and you know, a lot of the times I feel like some young adult novels wouldn't necessarily need to be young adult, but they were sort of pigeonholed in there. Jason, there are a lot of this... writers who complain <laughs> that their books get marketed that way and that they didn't necessarily intend them out. Anyway. Sorry, don't. Go ahead. Guest.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I would, I'd like to get back to the guest for just a second. Sorry,
2: we were waxing poetic.
0: You were. You were. Someone was pontificating.
2: We, we were a little bit. You know what? You know what? Pontificating is totally cool when we think that this is so awesome.
0: And I agree with you. So this bundle, the young adult bundle, is up for the next 19 days. You, then you take a week off and introduce the next one. Right. So if this isn't anybody's cup of tea, and I get that, even though, and it's not my cup of tea, but I'm, I bought it anyway. Uh, <laughs> because well, No, because Scourge looks really cool.
2: You know Just what? You know what the, though? For a freaking dollar and a dime, yeah, I know. Per book, know. freaking yeah. buy it. If you don't like it, it's ten, ten dollars, ten books. Chances are you'll like one of them. It's
0: two beers at the cheapest bar you can find. I know,
2: <laughs> I know. For the price of two beers, you could or have one t- martini <laughs> or one martini. Two if you're in my house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> two really strong ones in your house.
2: <clears throat> Sorry. You okay. you could have like nine really cool books that have been hand and and Jason I think it would be to your advantage to emphasize the hand picked nature of these books cuz I, I didn't I didn't necessarily realize how carefully they were curated before we started talking.
1: I agree, I agree. That that's something we could do a better job of. But You're
2: I'm right. thrilled it that they it are.
0: Enhances, it enhances your 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 product.
2: You're adding like, value, and you didn't even know it.
0: <laughs> right. Yes. So, Jason, in the coming couple of months, I'm guessing you're busy curating new bundles. Yes. As this one is going, what are some of the, what are some of the themes and uh, uh, that we're, we can look forward to?
1: Okay, so I give you a sneak peek of our coming bundles. Uh, hey. in, in no particular order, we have uh, another thriller one that's coming down sometime this year we have one very special one that's an RPG tabletop book bundle Ooh. that has a lot of cool you know tabletop games that you can try nice. that that is because it's pay what you want you can you don't have to love it you can you know sample all these i don't know how many we're going to have maybe 6 or 8 we, you can sample all these games and if if you do enjoy one of them that kind of pays for the entire bundle right there so i i think that's super cool because you know it it's fun to try different games without investing a lot of money and time yes. into it which is uh, which is what i hear a lot of people kind of stick with what they know because they don't want to sink a bunch of money into new rules and new new books but anyway I,
2: I think that's true in in the broader sense as well especially when you have well-known authors people are more likely to buy a bundle that oh i know that author i know i'm gonna like that book i don't know if i'm gonna like these nine other books but i'll i'll give it a shot
1: right right which is you know pay what you want that that's why uh i'm all for pay what you want it, it allows people to make the decision of what they think it costs but but anyway the, the next bundle after that uh, probably will be another game bundle that we're working on. Uh, we'll have a bunch more game-related books, and then we're working on, you know, a tech bundle is coming after that. Um, a fantasy bundle is coming early next year. Nice. A romance bundle is coming. That's that's going to be a little bit um, bigger than the one we had. The last last one we had only had, I think, six, maybe six books. Only do- six books, guys. I know. We're gonna do a little it's bit bigger, <laughs> right? Uh, and that—that that is, you know, the rest of this year and early next year. So I think people are gonna have a lot of stuff to read, and and hopefully they'll like what we put out. Uh, and if not, you know, we'll have new bundles very quickly. By so the way, not, that not that
2: romance bundle worked out to a dollar sixty-six per book. Guys, <laughs> seriously, no reason not to go with any of these. That's Absolutely. cheaper than Harlequin Romance. It's cheaper than Harlequin Romance. It's always DRM-free, which is huge. Right. I don't know if we've emphasized that enough. I know we were talking about it a little bit before the show. But that is huge. That means it'll work on whatever you Anything. whatever you want to read it on. It gives you the power, as is the theme running through this whole interview, giving the consumer the power.
1: Right. Right. Anyway, that web- seems
2: like a, as good a place as any, doesn't it?
0: It sure does. <laughs> the website is storybundle.com. We've been talking to Jason Chen, who came up with this idea, who runs this whole thing out of his back room of his house, whatever. But it's one of the coolest websites for getting ebooks you're ever going to come across. Check it out. We'll have the link to everything on the website. And, Jason, thank you so much for joining us tonight.
1: Thanks, guys. It was a pleasure.
0: Yeah, you say that now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't we, say one mean
2: thing tonight.
0: We absolutely. Well, not to Jason, anyway. That's because
2: we like him. Yeah, Triana, maybe to Christian what we, Bale.
0: Maybe. Just a little Brianna, <laughs> what do we got coming up in the next couple of weeks?
2: Oh, crap. You did it again. I did, totally. I was too into what we were talking about. I'm sorry. But it, it's our website's really slow yes stuff um next week we have patty kelly of the swallow your bliss indiegogo campaign and oh oh, oh yeah (laughs) which features michael dorn by the way friends of wharf wink wink (laughs) and on september 21st we're talking to matthew wayne selznick author of pilgrimage a novel of the sovereign era dead redhead Sci-Fi
3: Saturday Night is the official podcast of Boston Comic-Con, Granite Con, Rhode Island Comic-Con, and ComicArtHouse.com. Visit ComicArtHouse.com for the best deals on original art from dozens of your favorite artists. Tonight's outro music provided by the Traffic Lights. Pick up their CD Hold the Folk, at RobWattsOnline.com.
0: Doom! Oh, it's me again. Tonight's podcast has been sponsored by Quantum Muse Books, publishers of Lockdown, an intense new science fiction novel by Timothy Goyette. The links to it are on the website. I want to thank Jason Chen from Story Bundle for joining us tonight, and I want to thank our cast for actually being drunk enough to make this one work. Woo-hoo! From, from the Revere Time <laughs> Vortex, the sweetheart of the soundboard, Triana, and our grammar, Zombrarian. Thank you, ladies, very much.
3: As stated by
2: Billy West... Good news, everyone! Bad news! It was fun, guys. Fun, fun, fun.
0: (laughs) From the Four Color Vault of Comics. Thank you, Dead Redhead. Wait, nobody gave me a drink. This is Dome saying, Genie, shared pain is lessened, shared joy is increased. Thus do we all refute entropy. Good night, everyone. "No,"